I think it's it's just so on brand for me to relate it to like the mental health thing, and you just just talk explicitly about your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I always really go into the weeds, don't I? <laughs> Say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to episode 30 of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris, here with Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Not great, Chris. You know, we were talking earlier today, and I was just trying to like spitball some ideas for topics tonight, and you said, I have a good jumping off point and nothing else. And the fact that you didn't describe it at all led me to believe you wanted to leave it for like a genuine reaction here. So I've been thinking about this all day. I want you to know. Well, I wouldn't call it a, a good jumping off point, but it is something. No. Okay. So you want to just get right to it then? Okay. Um, this is kind of hard for me to say, but I feel like this podcast is all about honesty and I got I to gotta share my life, right? So... Um. Tika, uh, my girlfriend, she caught me cheating. Oh, no, Kyle. Yeah. So how long has this been going on? It was just a stupid thing. Um, all right. How do I explain? Let me. All right. So, you know, my birthday uh, was recently and we had the, the party on, on Saturday. And uh, I was, I mean, we got drunk. Um, mm-hmm. I got pretty drunk, and it was fun. It was a good time. I was with her and uh, Tika, I mean. And then the next day, I don't know. I've just I get these hangovers, man, and my mind is all fucked up, and I just I'm weak. And uh, yeah, I just made a big mistake, and I feel really bad about it. I want everyone to know, but uh, I ordered delivery food uh, the day after my birthday, and uh, I broke our promise, Chris. Oh, dude. <laughs> What? <laughs> I can't fucking believe you just did that. I had a literal pit in my stomach. I felt so bad. I wanted to like be mad at you. I could tell with your voice too. You you sounded a little mad. You sounded a little mad at first. <laughs> and then I I I didn't get mad because like wait I I I was so mad. I was so concerned. <laughs> yeah. uh. You son of a bitch! Oh, that was good. That yep. was good. That's what I oh, do. You brought me down to bring me right back up. But I'm still mad, though. No, no, no. Did you do that to soften the blow of what you were actually going to tell me, now that I think of it? No. It just, uh... Well, she really did catch me, too, because I fucking completely forgot. I was hungover when it happened, and um, we just ordered food. It felt normal, because I was hungover, and then couple days later she listened to the podcast and she goes you weren't supposed to do that and i re- i realized it then i go oh fuck and then i realized what it meant I realized what it meant and i started oh thinking about it God. and then i realized well how funny is that if i can if i can frame it that way because that's really what happened tika caught me cheating so oh my god and you know what during that whole story like there was one point where you were talking about how i was hung over and you know, my head just wasn't in the right space. And I was thinking, this son of a bitch lacks so much accountability. You're going to blame uh, me on the hangover? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's... I, I figured it would be like the night you got drunk, something happened. No, it's the night after you're drinking and you feel like garbage. And you're like, yeah, that's when I, I want to cheat. Yeah, the, the drinking thing made it oh, good. Yeah, wow. well, you understand already. Yep. That was... Mm. Wow, what an opening. 
<laughs> you son of a bitch. You really did. You had me in the first half, not going to lie. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. Wow. So. Well, not for relief. me. I, I still got to do this. Wow. You can't <laughs> feel those extreme highs without the extreme lows. So I want to give you grace. Mm. It was your birthday. It was the day after my birthday, Chris. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there. I want you to decide whether you want to take it or not. Oh, that's that's too nice of you. Yeah, but I'm also kind of putting this on you. Like you have to make the choice. I'm trying to have you play a little mind game with yourself here. No, I gotta. You. It was your birthday. You were hungover. I understand. People make mistakes, and you have to be accepting of those mistakes. That's the lesson for today's podcast. No, I gotta, I gotta set the precedent. Um, I gotta do it. You'll be setting the tone. You know what? You know what's gonna be funny too. You, you just haven't been telling me, but you're actually shredded right now, like washboard abs, and you did all of this just so you could post on Instagram without feeling douchey. I did think about that. I was hoping that I could get a lot of progress in the last few days, but it didn't happen like that. And uh, anyway, for anyone not aware, of what we're talking about Chris and I made a. We've been making these weekly challenges, and last week we said we weren't gonna have fast food or delivery food, and I, I broke that within two days. And the the the, the punishment is to post a picture of a, a very unflattering picture of your stomach um, uh, to make you feel, feel bad on Instagram. But we didn't talk about how exactly. What should I do? Should I post on double negative or just my story? I guess just my story, right? So here's my, yeah, probably just your story. Here's my concern. So for those of you who didn't see my Instagram post, we have a very big guest next week. Matt Geese with Lower Definition. Very excited about it. I don't know if the first thing we want to do before he comes on is just start posting pictures of our guts <laughs> on Instagram. So we should keep this in the back pocket and you'll post it in a couple of weeks. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. that, that or, or put it on your no, – or actually, you can put it on your story and don't tag anybody. <laughs> that would be the move. Uh, just a picture of my stomach with no reason. I think that's the move. <laughs> you can wait until this episode releases if you want so some people understand it but there's going to be so many people that go what the fuck is Kyle doing you have to be hunched over too I want you sitting forward this is not flattering the lighting is going to be so fucking good when you take the picture you're going to do it there in like golden hour and cast a shadow over it there's going to be a bali fountain in the background I'm just, I'm really white, too, in the lighting and everything. If you want to, you can get creative with it. All right. Like, um, just have it be like a picture of you and Tika and just have your gut out and crunching over a little bit. You can get creative. Uh, I think it's funnier this way. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I posted yeah, it. I think it, I'm posting it now. You just did? Yeah, I did. Oh. And now I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm just not going to look at my Instagram all day, I think, for 24 hours. <laughs> oh. I want you to see how many people look at it, though, because that's going to be even funnier. I just, I just look like a big baby. I just, like a, I just look like a big baby. <laughs> you saw it? <laughs> it really does look like a, like a baby belly. Because yeah. you're pushing it out uh, and sitting. Well, I deserve it, Chris. Uh, I cheated, and Tika caught me cheating. So That's good. Oh. And you set me up like a real son of a bitch. That was so good. Oh, I appreciate it. I was I was thinking about that last night. I've been planning that. Yeah, everyone's gonna be hanging on by a thread. My acting is decent too, right? Oh, dude, spot on. You sounded genuinely upset. Mm. Oh, my heart rate is still <laughs> spiked from that story. I was literally sitting at the edge of my seat. I had my <laughs> hand over my mouth because I couldn't believe what was coming out of your mouth. 
I swear to God, if, if you could have uh, saw me, the video, about these webcams or something. Oh, that would have been too good. So that's a great jumping off point. Where do we go from there? Well, uh, we could just do our normal check-ins or slash dick check-in, or we can head over to Cheese it um, our loyal listener. Yeah, we should, um, we'll do the check-ins first. So I guess, how are you besides feeling shameful for cheating? Ah, uh, well, my birthday was a lot of fun. That was Saturday night. Um, and actually that was my first time drinking for three weeks too. Um, but drinking just doesn't agree with me anymore. And my hangover was, uh, was a brutal one and it lasts a long time for me too now. Like, almost into the second day after uh jesus yeah like the whole first day my, my headache ugh. especially when you don't drink for so long could be could be that too yeah that's brutal yeah yeah when you when you don't drink for so long and then you go out like that and you have quite a few it's uh it can be a problem i've never had like a hangover go two days though that's well it's the for me it's like the mental fog on the second day like so it'll be like hangover nausea uh i mean i'm sorry headache nausea and extreme fatigue to start out with and then i gotta just kind of like lay in bed and i can't really sleep either and then the headache will go away first then the nausea but then i'm still just like i feel a little bit anxiety um and i just i get such bad anxiety yeah i can't think straight it's just awful my anxiety is always turned up yeah fucking brutal but you had fun you had your drinks. And you know what? Maybe now, since you were in such a like pretty decently long streak without drinking, and you did go out for that like, you know, one night of drinks, it probably is going to encourage you not to drink that much going forward. Because there was a period where you thought you were drinking too much. So now that you had this long stretch and you had that one night, I, I can see you doing like another long stretch, even if it's unintentional. Look at Nostra Chris- Christmas over here. <laughs> um, no, no, Nostra Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't feel like it at all. I got I got three birthday parties I got invited to this weekend, um, which is very unusual, by the way. I don't usually get invited to that many parties, but I got three birthday parties this weekend. And I kind of want to skip them all. I don't feel like drinking at all. And uh, meh. Yeah, you can go and not drink, but I mean, when you get there, you probably will end up having a drink, and that's a, that's a way to start a bad streak. Three like outings in a row where you have to be social, so you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a drink, so I'm not just standing in the corner awkwardly, and then boom, the fucking ball starts rolling fast downhill. Absolutely, yep. And uh, to be honest, too, I have been uh, more focused on this whole diet thing, and it's awful. I just hate dieting. Yeah, especially doing like these little challenges. It's terrible. But like you feel good. You try to convince yourself it's a good thing. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm sleeping better. Like everything's great. And then it's no, you can't convince yourself after a certain point. You're yep. Like I just want a fucking pizza. Yep. Uh, that's all. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Uh, how about you, Chris? I've been a lot better with the diet since we did the no fast food thing. Okay. So you did not Yeah, so I didn't have any fast food. No, I was a good boy. Good for you. But I will say today, I was in quite the funk. There was a moment last night after I went to this get-together, and there was this, this came out of, like, nowhere. This has happened to me before in the past, but I haven't really, like, noticed, um, like, pinpointed it. I can, like, physically feel a shift in my mood, and I'll just assume, like, all my friends hate me and don't want to talk to me. And I just get in a wicked 
rut mentally and it carried over into today almost all day honestly yeah huh well what talk to me about that shift i don't know like nothing happened i was just chilling at home and i was i just felt like a shift in my mood and i felt like every conversation i was in at the moment whether it be texting or whatever the person i felt like the person just didn't want to talk to me anymore and i was just like a side piece to the conversation right even like it doesn't even make sense you know what I mean? I don't know where it comes from, but it lasted told like three o'clock today, and then I started getting in a little bit of a better mood. Well, I definitely know what you're talking about. Do you actually experience like you can feel the moment it happens? Because I haven't had that. That's really interesting. It sounds strange to say like I feel it happen, but I, just yesterday when it did happen, it felt so sudden and out of the blue, like no reason for it whatsoever. And then I noticed, like, I've, I've done this in the past, but yep. I've never, like, never lasts a long time. So I don't, it, I, I felt like I could physically feel myself get in a shitty mood for no reason. For no, no reason at all. Well, yeah, that's one of the things I've been talking about on this podcast and then Singly Negative, too, is how we, um, this has been one of my, like, my biggest talking points for a while is that everybody thinks, well, we even talked about it with Nick, too, about how the, the difference between depression versus sadness is sadness comes with a reason. And then depression or, or whatever you want to call it, if you just want to call it uh, the blues or, or whatever, it just comes without reason sometimes. And it's it's almost worse in those times because you don't have a reason. You just you just feel awful all of a sudden. And, yeah, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I've been feeling a little bit of that my, myself. Yeah, I just I, there's there was no explaining it. I actually even almost left work. I almost told like my supervisor, "Hey, I gotta go home. I just I'm not I'm not in the right spot today." And I've never felt that urge to do that before in my life. Wow, that's pretty severe. But the weirdest thing is, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I almost went home. I didn't. I came home. I had a therapy appointment, and I yeah. did not want to go. But I was like, if there's a time to go, it's probably now. And you know, we talked about it a bit. And I had mentioned that I thought about going home and she had said, it's a good thing you didn't because when you have that energy and you you start like buying into it, you, you're feeding that energy. So you go home, you're going to sit and you're going to just keep feeding that feeling you're having. Don't feed it, you know, kind of fight it a little bit. So, which is what I did without like, no, I'll go here, I'm a fighter. It was, um, I stayed at work, finished the shift. And, you know, honestly, by the end of the night, after therapy, after eating some food, I was like dancing around in my kitchen like 10 minutes ago for no reason. Now I'm just like extremely happy and in a great mood. So I have no fucking clue what the switch was. Huh. Yeah, uh, all over the place mentally. Well, that, that advice did surprise me because I, I always, I kind of heard the opposite and I was leaning towards, well, just accept it. I don't know necessarily if I would say like go home from work if you can help it, but uh fight it is kind of surprising to me it makes sense uh interesting and and now you're dancing around now you sound like a a legitimate maniac i i know i know i'm not <laughs> a dancer either so i probably look like one as well well but a just, maniac or just any female so hey oh so, sorry sorry incel sex yeah. is really bad wow <laughs> wow bleep that out, bleep that out. <laughs> no. I stand by it. No, I'm just What kidding, kind I'm just of kidding. guy dances um, around, though? I, yeah. I guess guys do. I don't know. Man, <laughs> eh, I'm not. I get a little happy. You know, I walk around. I do a couple snaps. It's not like I'm doing like a, like a fucking dirty dancing skit. I'm just doing a couple snaps and doing a shuffle across the kitchen floor. Well, that's cool, though. Uh, that's, that's cool that you were able to beat it that fast. 
Yeah, no, I'm uh, pretty pumped about it. Another thing, I had another realization this week. So, I was... Tuesday, I went back to jiu-jitsu for the first time in a while. You know, life's just been busy, haven't gone. And usually whenever I don't go for a little bit and I return, I get, like, nervous. This has happened to me before in the past. And I've never picked up on the trend until yesterday. When I get anxious, even though, like, in my body, I wasn't feeling anxiety or anything like that, but I was in my head about it, I get a phantom, um, like, scratchy throat. And I cough and can't get it out because there's nothing there. But I'll try to do like one hard cough and cause myself to gag. Okay. That's my nervous tick. I didn't realize I had a nervous tick, but I found my nervous tick. I can't say I remember you doing that. Is that something you're aware of yourself doing a lot or only in certain situations? No, no, it it doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. Interesting. Yeah, so because I don't, I don't get like really anxious to that point. It's like if I'm going, like in this instance, I'm going somewhere I haven't gone in a while, so there's like kind of like the unexpected, but not really. But it's something that I'm I have to deal with in the immediate future. It's not something in the back of my head that is just a recurrent, like student loan bills, for example. Like I don't. I don't get anxious about that stuff to that point. I have the anxiety when it's something upcoming and like right here, like got to do it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I noticed one uh, one of my own a couple of years back, um, and I'll do this. I probably do it every day. I'm not even aware of it most of the time. But uh, if I have some like pretty negative thought or something, I'll just kind of wince. Like, uh, how do you describe a wince? Everybody knows what a wince is, right? Like you squint your eyes, bring your uh, your lips up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I noticed myself doing that. Nobody's ever really pointed it out, I think. But I'm like, oh, shit, I think I do that a lot. Yeah, and you don't even realize you're doing it when you're doing it. My old one, my tics have evolved. My old one, it was like uh, I used to just stretch my neck out a lot. Ah, uh, I think I do that too. Yeah. So, but I think the one I do more... Um, Often, like if I'm talking to someone, I'll just like pull on my fingers or like crack my fingers, just do something to like, I've, I'm fidgety. Like I look like a crack addict. Yeah, you, you can't just, that's just like being unable to sit in the uncomfortable moment, right? You feel like you have to somehow alleviate it by just keeping yourself busy. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm doing something. I'll be pulling my fingers, fidgeting with my wedding ring. Like I, it's, uh, it probably looks really weird. No one's ever pointed that out to me, so Maybe right. everyone just has an understanding, or maybe no one's noticed it. That would be great. Could be, yeah. Uh, I want to return for a moment to your uh, mood affecting your work because we haven't talked about that, but that, that's probably something everybody, well, many people experience, and I did too. Well, I'm doing the freelance writing thing, so I kind of work on my own terms. and You have to be very like expressive in that, so I can see your mood like changing because you're putting out content for other people to digest and read. And these are your words. So I can see that affecting you a lot. Like Yeah. In this yeah. And the last week I had a task and it was basically editing some old articles and touching them up. And I just didn't want to so bad that I really couldn't make myself. And I really tried for like five days in a row and it wasn't even that much work. It was probably four hours total 
But every day I would go to the cafe or I would specifically make time to do this. And I would sit there and I just, I couldn't make myself do it. And I finally got it finished, but it just took so much more time than it needed to. And anyway, the reason I bring this up is because is you, you said yourself that, you know, you wanted to leave work and, uh, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that their mood's not so great and maybe they're, I don't know what kind of job anyone has, but uh, for sure, focus, being able to focus and being able to actually work is uh, severely affected by something like we're talking about. So, yeah, Yeah, exactly. And like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm not even like really present in those moments. Like I, I can't focus on a task and I have to talk to a lot of people. So it's, it's hard for me to focus on any conversation and put on this like, happy Mm. face because i'm at work but i just i couldn't do it and i've never felt that to a point where i was thinking i should leave but you soldiered on i just don't know what the fuck happened but thank god it's over i had some other things i wanted to talk about today but i don't remember what they were hopefully they pop up as we go along Um, but what were we talking about before the wireless network dropped Stress at work. Uh, we were talking about difficulties at work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much to add there, so we can move on if you're ready to do so. Well, yeah. You mentioned uh, if if something pops up, and that immediately made me think of your dick. <laughs> you want you doing a check in? Why not? It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, we can do a check in, Justin. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> so it's good. It's good. Um, I'm actually taking the dick pills again. Good. Even though they're not dick pills, but for the sake of this conversation, I'm taking them again. And I'm going to be honest, I, I think I've noticed a difference. Just the f- feeling-wise. Yeah. You know, not even necessarily my dick, but, you know, obviously testosterone is, is uh, something men need. And the higher the levels, the better you fucking feel. So, could be placebo, not sure. Feeling good. How about yourself? Oh, so when you said feeling-wise, you were talking independently from your dick. You're saying your mood has been improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Yeah, just I feel like better, more awake, sharper. Oh, I thought maybe the, the, the feeling that your dick was receiving was improved. Okay. No, no, no. That's the same mold, same mold. Rip-roaring, ready to go, though. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, my dick's been uh, behaving quite well uh, for the most part. I've noticed my, my endurance has been a, a little bit lower uh, recently. Think that has to do with the birthday? I don't know. Uh, it did. <laughs> it did. Uh, it did start the day after the party. You drink so much, you're still hungover, kind of. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But it's not a. It's not like a cardio problem. But it's a. Um, how can I put this? Uh, control problem, perhaps. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, so. Nothing. Nothing severe at all. It's just a. Uh, it's like there's been a slight shift. Okay, so let me explain. And and I'm sorry, Justin. Well, not really. Uh, you 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 can't tell me what to do. This is our podcast. This is our dick check in. Okay, so I think it's it's just so on brand for me to relate it to like the mental health thing, and you <laughs> yeah. just, just I, talk. I, I always really go into the weeds, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what makes it so special. <laughs> yeah you literally think about so (laughs) what i'm trying to say is um generally my control is almost too good to where i will have to specifically focus to get over the the finish line so to speak and um sick brag yeah no no it's um it's it served me well to the point where well anyway 
it seems like the my sensitivity has shifted slightly because I could kind of I could kind of get to that line and uh, I, I could kind of get there and then stop before crossing the finish line, so to speak. Um, but it seems like that has shifted slightly because I was trying my usual boundary and uh, recently that has been uh, basically getting me over the finish line before I was I was wanting to um, in in, uh, in in the last three occasions actually. So while I cannot complain about my dick's readiness, uh, I do think I have to make a slight adjustment to my uh, to my speed, perhaps. You know, uh, my suggestion: um, think about uh, baseball. Baseball. That's so hack, man. It's so what? Hack. Like. Oh yeah, definitely. Baseball and what? What? what like the is that's the like the twenty year old, like the two decade old advice, right? Think about your your yeah, grandma yeah, yeah. and baseball. Well, what's your usual method? I mean, it's something you've practiced. Yeah, well, like I was trying to explain, my um, my usual method is the opposite. Usually, I don't even have to worry about that. I have to actually focus. I think, okay, now it's time to to end this engagement. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and and now it's uh, I mean, I'm not. It's not a big deal, but it did result in um, well, I wasn't I wasn't ready for it the first time, so I had to I had to buy something I haven't had to buy in a while. Well, I wish you didn't say that because we could have kind of piggybacked off of the last episode where you said you're going to try to have a kid and then like we jokingly said you're gonna you know that's gonna be your shtick and then if you came on the next episode and then you had a pregnancy scare that would have been something else uh what a great story to tell my kids someday yeah i got hung over and oops <laughs> oopsies um but i do want to mention another thing uh, kyle's wi-fi dropped out right and while we were uh, reconvening, getting back together, figuring out where we picked up, figuring out where we dropped off and where we should pick up is what I meant to say. Kyle said, yeah, it would have been funny if we went with that joke, we got pregnant. He said we got pregnant and he gave me a lot of shit for yeah, it I did. last episode. So I just wanted it on the record that you did say it. That's fair. Yeah, I take it. Yeah. So we have a new friend. Um, cheese it. Well, hold on. Hey, hold on. I, I have one point to make about okay. that. And uh, cheese it or uh, the pregnant thing? The pregnant thing. Yeah. Th okay. That's. I don't want to sound like Jordan Peterson right now. I don't want to get on this whole social justice warrior rant. But just for a minute. Lobsters. Just for a minute. That's how they get you, dude. They change the language. Uh, and this isn't even something. It's not even a thing. Like what? The, we got pregnant. That's just. I don't know who started that, but. It becomes part of the modern uh, vernacular or whatever you want to call it. And they 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 subtly put it into your brain. And even if you don't like the phrasing, it, I just used it by accident. And that's that's how they get you, man. Yeah. And, you know, they got me, too. And even when I was saying the sentence, I was trying to find a way out of it the whole way. But, you know, I was. I was yeah. Dead yeah. OK. So, yeah. Cheese it. You had so you you had said we should answer that. Cut this out. I'm a fucking mumbling prick. You really should have learned by now. When you tell me to cut something out, that means it stays in. Uh, <laughs> I'm stoned right now. I believe <laughs> that. Um, so you... <laughs> I got the giggles now. Do you want me to do this? <laughs> so you... <laughs> I can do it. So you brought this uh, this review to, our, to my attention. Cheese it. Welcome back. Um... You want to set the table for us? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Cheez It gave us that great uh, topic a couple weeks ago of uh, relationship ups and downs. 
and Cheese It uh, gave us another one. They said uh, they said they would like us to hear about uh, first date tips. Is that correct? I believe it was first date tips, and this is one that's going to be all you because I got none. Oh man, I uh, yeah, not to brag, but I got a lot of first dates under my belt. I think the only person I know that has had more first dates is my girlfriend, but uh, that's that's a story for another time. Wow. Uh, I probably had at least a couple hundred first dates in my life. Really? Well, let, let's get those tips, Kyle, because I got none. I'm a walking anxiety attack, overthinking every step. That's a good jumping off point. My first, and this is kind of a category of tips, but I would say... Try to make your investment as minimal as possible until you're actually together. So what do I mean by this? I mean a few different things. I mean, um, so of course, there's a few different ways you can make contact with someone, whether this is a blind date through a friend. I don't know if anyone even does that anymore or if it's from a dating app or what. But I think that's completely dead. Like the blind dates, like you don't see the person at all. There's just too many other options for people. There's no way that still exists. Yeah, that... That's so 60s or 70s or 80s. I don't know, but it's just that's not anymore, huh? Yeah. This is our milkman. We wanted you to meet our sister-in-law. All right. Well, let's just use the dating app as an example, and it kind of carries over to anything else anyway. But usually there's a, a conversation before you get the number and you, you make plans. Anyway, I think some people think it's a good idea to try to like do their homework and remember everything that was said so they can bring it up during the day and they... They, they make it a big deal. But my, my big tip is to make it as small of a deal as possible to really not invest anything in someone until you're actually building chemistry with them. Because you, you even if you have the best conversation in the world uh, over texting, the vibe could be completely different in purpose. So for your own sake, for their sake, and for the sake of your relationship, don't go in thinking this could be great. Just go in thinking basically this is just a person I'm meeting um, and this is always why I, I think the idea of having an idea of what you want before you even meet is kind of counterproductive like uh, if you're kind of hoping for a connection you're hoping for a relationship or the opposite if you just want a one night stand you're just like I want a one night stand I think those are expectations that don't really serve you because they influence how you're going to behave with that person I think it's better to go in with a completely open mind and yeah, basically no investment. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you don't mind, I'm going to jump in for a second. No, please. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense because someone like me, I would overthink things and like try to remember those things, right? So when you meet that person, the only thing you really know about each other is what you've spoken about already. Yep. So if you're wasting time just referencing old conversations, what are you really learning about this person on that first date if you're not bringing up new topics and you're just relying on old conversation? Exactly. I have even said during some first dates, like, let's just pretend we haven't even talked at all because all the stuff that we already know, it's, it's better if I just hear it from you in person anyway. And it does a couple other things, too. It makes you, especially as a man, one of the worst things you can seem is needy or desperate or, quite frankly, overinvested. It's, it's very unattractive, usually, um, to seem like you care too much. So whether you have to pretend or not, but it's it's better to seem to care as little as possible in the beginning. Um, if you actually start to like the person, then of course, care. But uh, you, you should not care when it's not your turn to care, uh, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that makes um that makes total sense. But there's a fine line I feel with the whole oh yeah, don't care at all. Like obviously you shouldn't care. You don't even know this person. But if you don't look interested, that could be a turnoff for some. And I think it depends on who you're seeing. I'm a mumbling prick tonight, dude. <laughs> it depends on the person that you're meeting up with. It does, but I'm glad you also brought this up because there is a fine line that you said, and and, and that was well said. But um, it kind of goes hand in hand with this. Is another kind of micro first date tip I would give is, and, and most of my tips are going to be geared towards uh, men because that's yeah, I'm I'm one. But uh, a lot of guys would probably want to compliment a girl they're meeting for the first time right away. They say, oh, you're so pretty or something. It's kind of not really appropriate because you don't know this person. You don't even know if you like them or not. So why are you trying to make them like you? It it kind of speaks to an agenda um, when you overinvest, when, you, when you're trying to make someone like you. There should be a reason. So absolutely, like you're saying, you should care, but only after you've kind of gotten a reason to care again. So you don't want to be an asshole. You want to sit down and be polite, nice to meet you, and and you want to talk. But you don't want to be too eager until you're actually sure that it's someone you like. Does it? Does that make sense? Yeah, because it can seem like you've already exactly. made your decision if That's you go exactly into over eager. Yes. No matter what this person does on the other side of the table – you're you're already trying like this is what you want to do you have plans with this already yes so it's a good way to set yourself up to be disappointed as well yes if you're the over eager one and towards the same theme of over investing or, or low investment uh, a more practical tip is just where you have the date i personally i think when people set up these elaborate first dates like i've heard these crazy first dates of let's go skydiving or something or or let's let's have a fancy dinner or something i think that's way wrong because i think it's setting the vibe up again uh that you're over investing i have always been a real big fan of just a coffee date just meeting at a cafe and uh, then your investment is as low as like one hour or even less. If you don't like them, you can leave. So that's practically good. But if you do like them, you just transi- transition into something else. And, um, and, it, and it sends the signals that you, you haven't made it a huge deal already. But it could be very uncomfortable. And I'm speaking from a girl's perspective now. Like if you haven't even met this guy, but he's spending a lot of money on you or you, you, you both have to dress up and go out and spend hours together. I just think that's not really appropriate for a first date, especially. Yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of like uh, an acquaintance period where you're figuring things out. Would I want to spend more than an hour with this person? Because sometimes you really have no idea until you actually get there. It could seem peachy over text, but when you get there, it's just an absolute nightmare. Yes, that and, makes sense. and what you said before, really, um, that was very well said. It's like you've already made the the, the decision that you like them before you even met them, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like you're the one. Like she's hosting a tryout. Yes, yes. You, you want to make that team? That's and that's the frame that a lot of guys get caught up in. It's like I have to make her like me because I'll take anything. Almost, it's like a desperation thing, and that's that's never where you want to be. Yeah, I, I could keep going. I got I, I got another one. Yeah, go ahead. And I feel like another another thing, 
with with like the whole coffee shop example, the short one hour date, that's nice too because it leaves room for more conversation. And you don't want to, you know, get it all out there on the first date. What else do you have to learn? You you need to take things slow and slowly build things up. So I feel like that's also another reason why your method is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it also leaves room on that same first date because um, the best dates I've had all have the same theme. Um, I would usually meet my date at a coffee shop or, or somewhere similarly low investment. And then it almost seems like a surprise, even though there's a little bit of planning, to be honest. Um, but so basically, I'm having coffee, having a good conversation to say, oh, this is this is fun. Do you want to go for a walk or do you want to go do something? And then maybe you go eat together. Still, I wouldn't do a fancy restaurant. But uh, my second or or my third tip would basically be if it's going well, change the location because changing the location does a few things. First, it stops it from stagnating because I think we've all had the experience of sitting somewhere for too long, whether it's with a date or a friend or a family, but you just get a little bored. So changing the environment, getting a little energy, but also it gives you more of a shared experience together and it helps you get more comfortable with each other in different environments because there's a there's a psychological thing going on where if you've only met someone in one place, it's almost like you're in this bubble and, and you don't really trust each other for lack of a better word outside of that bubble you get you get up and you leave and all of a sudden all the memories you have of that person is in that one space but you go for a walk you do something else and then it's like your friends already um so so that that's my next tip is like if it's going well change the location and and do that as many times as it feels comfortable yeah and to add to your point about changing the location and feeling comfortable i can draw that back to um you know it's gonna sound like a corny comparison but um usually when i smoke weed i do it at my house right i'm calm Mm -hmm. there i feel good but a lot of times if i'm out in public even on vacation in a different state or even just leave the house at some point i i am so much more anxious and i know it's because i'm adding a lot of other things to the environment like other people um but i that it's not my safe space where i'm used to doing it so it, it it's similar to what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, we're talking man-woman dynamics, right? So if, if you're a guy and you're on a date with a girl that you like, it's especially applicable because I think one of the things, especially a girl has to get over, is the discomfort of meeting a new guy, the maybe lack of security even, and, and, and lack of trust. But if, if you're a guy and you're trying to get over that with her, Going to different locations and being a gen- generally normal person, not acting weird, um, being trustworthy uh, in, in different locations, again, is is so key. So, for example, like if you're just in a coffee shop, of course you have to act normal because there's social pressure, there's, there's people around you. But you go for a walk and then you're normal again, then you're building the trust that much more. So, uh, so yeah, build uh, d- going to different locations, I think, is, is so key. That is a big tip for me. Yeah, wow. That that is really good advice. You should uh write a book. Kyle, the pickup artist. Well, uh yeah, th- th- uh, thank you. Where was this advice when I needed it? I, I didn't know you needed it. Well, it was like 7 years ago, right? <laughs> I didn't know anything back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Can't go back. So what about your first date experience though? My first date experience? Yeah, have you, have you ever had any 
particularly good ones or particularly bad ones? A lot of the relationships I've been in have been from, you know, me knowing the person already and it kind of growing from there. It's never, I've never really gotten into a relationship with someone where I met them for the first time on a date and then we grew it from there. So all of my long-term relationships have been the same. So have you never really had a proper first date? No, I have. Yeah, it was just weird. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not good at it. And I had, um, there was a point in time where I had blown off quite a few just because I was like, I don't want to do this. I have no interest in doing this. Oh. It's weird, I know, but I would get to the point, I would talk to them for a little while, and then eventually it would come time to hang out, and I would just push, 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 come up with excuses, didn't want to do it. Do you think it was because of nerves, or you just weren't in the place in your life, or what? Probably a combination of both. It's just something I wasn't interested in at the time. Even if I thought I was, when it came time to execute, I just had, I didn't feel like it at all. But I think nerves mm. played a bit into it. I didn't, like, feel anxious or... I would only feel anxious if I had something set up and it was planned to go. But other than that, there was no nerves that I felt, but it was one of those things where it wasn't the right time, I think. wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I think that comes into play a lot, too, because something else we talk about on this podcast before is um, your mood changes. And sometimes you make a plan in one mood and then it's time for the plan and you're in a different mood. And... Uh, First dates especially could suffer from that because you could be so excited about meeting someone and then when it comes on the actual day, uh, you're not. And uh, especially today um, with dating apps and stuff, so many people flake on the first date. Oh, yeah. In the periods when I was dating a lot, that would happen to me quite a bit. And it gets infuriating if it happens to you a couple, a couple times in a row. But that's where it's coming from. I guess I understand. Yeah, I had that experience too. Where it was just like so fucking annoying. Like, why are we? Why am I wasting my time having this conversation? Yeah, yeah. Because it's so easy to talk to someone and they say, "Hey, let's hang out," and you say, "Yeah." It's so easy to say yes. It's not so easy to actually meet and do it. Yeah, especially like you said with the mood changes. That was definitely during a depressed period in my life. So that probably had a lot to do with it too. Yeah, and I've done it too. I, I've done that same thing too. Yeah, just uh, wasn't feeling like it. Hey, sorry, got to. Yeah, that's a, that's all it comes down to. So I think, I don't know about you, but this, this Cheez-It person has, has piqued my curiosity. I kind of want to know who it is, but at the same time, I kind of like the mystery person. Well, we could just leave it up to them because it seems pretty clear that they're listening. So uh, Cheez-It, you're listening right now. Um, if you want to come on the Doubly Negative podcast, I I'm going to give you yeah, an invitation. Uh, and I think Chris... Yeah, we're going to swap it up. We're going to... Cheez-It's going to come on and interview us. And... I think they should remain anonymous throughout the entire interview, and we'll refer to them as Cheese It with like a with like a voice masking software too, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. Cheese It. <laughs> Email us at doublynegativepod at gmail dot com, and if you have an email yep. that reveals your name, make a fake one until we come to our decision. Because I'm not sure I want it spoiled. But hey, also, cheese it if you don't want to come on, well, that's perfectly fine. And you can just keep sending us topics because I really appreciate it. And uh, we don't need anything from you. But hey, what, whatever you want this to be, we're, we're ready for you. Yeah, we're men of the people. Gets the gears turning a bit. No, it's great because we sometimes we don't have anything. And then and then you give us something and we, we always appreciate that. Yeah, a lot of the times we just uh, kind of flow and figure it out along the way. And I think that's when we come up with a lot of our best stuff, I think. Can be, yeah. So we've been going for 50 minutes here. I kind of want to set the table for our next episode. 
Uh, I had mentioned it in the beginning of the show. I okay. posted it on the Instagram. I am very, very excited for this. Yeah. 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 This was like my favorite band back in the day. Still jamming them when they weren't around. They were off for like 10 years and now they're making music again. And it's 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 really cool that we have the opportunity to do this. So I'm pumped. So uh, lower definition, right? Yeah. Yep. The lead singer will be joining us for our 31st episode. We're talking to him Tuesday. Seems like a really nice guy. Excited to talk to him for a bit. So very excited for that. Yeah, it should be cool. I got to still prepare for it. I got to admit I haven't done that yet, but I will. I promise. I trust you. I know you'll get it done. Yep, I um, I can send you some stuff. All right, so we can wrap it up there. It's getting pretty late. I didn't get good sleep last night. I am sleepy as hell. Didn't do the fucking okay. Patreon plug again in the beginning. Oh, Jake. Oopsie doopsie. Jake, 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 I am so sorry. Well, we have a Patreon. I believe it's doubly negative. <laughs> Maybe doubly negative pod. Go check that out. Yeah. We put singly negative episodes on there, and it's uh, pretty much Kyle and I's personal diary. And yes, you know what? To be honest, I might have to do a cleansing if that thing really takes off. I said quite personal stuff on there. So get it while it's hot. Subscribe, download all the episodes. It helps us a bunch. We want to monetize this stuff so we can get better equipment. We can get the cameras and boom, 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 boom. Yep. So do that. Go to the Patreon. All right. Any closing words from you, Mr. Kyle? Uh, no, but I did just remember that, uh, you know, we've been doing this challenge thing weekly. Do we want to make another one? Yeah, I don't know why I keep forgetting about this because I make it a point in my head before we start recording. Mm. Let's make the challenge. And we did this last week, too. Okay, so new challenge. Should we read? <laughs> no. Fuck that. Fuck that. Well, I'm not reading. Last time you were mentioning some sort of physical activity. Um I would be good with that if we if we had to yeah, yeah, we do some do form of exercise, uh at least like I don't know how many days, but um I, I would be open to even six out of the next seven or something like that. Yeah, how about this? We're gonna keep yep. it simple. In honor of the gut picture, we'll do a hundred crunches a day. Uh, dude, I hate crunches. Come on. Yeah, that's the point. All right, yeah, no, that, that works. That works, all right. And the loser has to wax their asshole and put it on Instagram. <laughs> that is going to, well, Th That'll right, get yeah. flagged quick. It that'll get deal. flagged quick. Yep. Should we come up with something we can actually post on Instagram? Would you do that? Would you post your waxed asshole on Instagram? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, just making sure. Not, the, not <laughs> it waxed like a close-up, but... Like the the oh, recording of the waxing, so that that can't happen. That would be not good for either of us. Um, so what's the what's the next one? What's the punishment? Hmm. The punishment, yeah. This is something we really don't want to do. Um, you have to. Oh, I was gonna say, go to the Pizza Hut buffet by yourself and sit there for three hours and eat as many pizzas as you can. But that sounds like a reward. Pizza. No, 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 no. Not sitting at a Pizza Hut buffet on a weekday at like noon by yourself. That's not a happy place to be. I think we're on different wavelengths here, Chris. That sounds great to me right now. You're not in good company there <laughs> at that time. You don't need company when you get all that pizza. Oh, God. Um, so challenge, punishment, challenge, punishment, challenge, punishment, challenge, punishment. 
I like the social media shaming angle. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we got to shame, publicly shame. We could just keep doing gut pictures. So it's just a constant threat <laughs> of having to post your gut on Instagram and people just get confused when they start coming out once a week. This might actually help, man. Like, I'm probably going to get desensitized after this and not worry about it so much. Yeah, we're working on you right now. Bro. Yeah. We could do... Uh, <laughs> You're going to be posting shirtless pics all the time. We could do, like, make it make a, make a as unflattering as a double chin picture as possible. There we go. All right. That's it. So... Let's not fail. A hundred crunches a day. Okay, I really hate that one, but I'll do it. Until we record next. Yep. All right. Awesome. That's it. Thanks for sticking around. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. This is life being bound to love.